Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast with the pastors of Life Church. Yeah. Pastor Jeff Young, Pastor Bob Leahy, and myself, Pastor Chris Reyes. We enjoy this so much. We enjoy the fact that we can talk to you midweek. You guys can take a listen, be encouraged. And we've told you in the past, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your questions, your suggestions. Well, this week, we're finally going to respond to a question that was sent to us via email. And so if you want to be one of those people that have your questions answered, just email us at info at lifechurchchico.org or get a hold of one of us on Sunday mornings. You can even put your questions in the tithe box in the back. Just put them back there and uh, we'll make sure that we get that and respond. So Pastor Jeff, we've got a question. Yeah, Jeremy Pierce. Jeremy Pierce. Jeremy Pierce. What a what a guy, man. I love love Jeremy. So Jeremy, you asked this question, uh, how do we as modern westerners view or understand the Bible differently than what was understood by the people of that time? So Jeremy, anytime anybody asks me hard questions, I always point to Pastor Chris <laughs> and he answers them. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we're going to tackle this together. And, yep. and uh, what a great question. Jeremy, I love that you're thinking about this. You're thinking about like, well, okay, the Bible was written a long time ago uh, with a different context and culture for sure. How do we make, how, how is this applicable to us? How do we um, hear the Lord's voice in it? And maybe even, I don't, I don't, Suppose that Jeremy's answer, asking this question, but is it relevant for us today? Mm-hmm. Like, I think people can really wonder that. People really definitely uh, will say things like, well, it was written by a bunch of men, you know, yeah. how many mistakes, how many channels, like all the different things. So uh, we'll definitely tackle this, but uh, there may be other questions out there about like, hey, how, how can we trust the Bible in its, in its authenticity when it was written by a bunch of, bunch of different people at different mm-hmm. times? Mm-hmm. Uh, those are great questions, some that you know are are rightfully deserved to be tackled, and I yeah. think between between us we uh, we have enough uh support to you mm-hmm. know give evidence of all that stuff yeah um if if people are looking for a book to read, I love the book um by uh Lee Strobel called The Case for Christ good book really good such book. a i read I read that so long ago, and it mm-hmm. formed the way I think about this critically and not just like. It's not just this blind faith. Mm-hmm. Um, while we need to have faith, and um, it calls us to walk by faith, not by sight. Right. Um, it really helped me because he interviews a bunch of different theologians and doctors and um, in all the different categories. So, anyway, if you're interested in apologetics, that's a great place to start mm-hmm. and learn. And so, but for now, we're going to tackle this question. Yeah. So I'll read it one more time, and then Pastor Chris is going to start us off, and then we'll kind of bounce back and forth. So it says. Excuse me. It says, how do we as modern Westerners view or understand the Bible differently than what was understood by the people of that time? Right. You know, a lot of times people think that the Bible is too difficult to understand. And yes, there are passages that really do uh, are presented in such a way that can really stretch your understanding. 
However, God has given us amazing tools and teachers that have clarified these things. And one of the ways that you clarify what the writer of the book was saying to the original audience. So when Paul wrote to the Corinthians, we have 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, he was writing to a very specific audience. And that audience had their own language. It was different than ours. It was Greek. And they had their own culture, which is very different than ours today, and their own history. And so you have a modern-day audience, us, today, reading the same letter, the book of 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. So how do we make sure that we don't take our understanding, our language, our culture, and superimpose it and kind of wipe out the original audience? Mm-hmm. No, Paul was writing it to original audience, and he had some very specific things to say that they could understand. It wasn't a mystery. They were letters that he wrote to them, sometimes from prison, long distances. He wanted them to understand. And so we have to, in order to bridge that gap, and we use this fancy word in theology called hermeneutics, and it's, the word her, hermeneutics means I interpret, I understand. So the way that we interpret or understand the scripture is we respect the original audience, we respect the language that the book was written in, in this case Greek or Hebrew, and we take a long good look at the history, the culture. What were those people Mm -hmm. going through? And then we take our modern culture and say, okay, how do I take what Paul was trying to say to them and do it justice and not superimpose my, you know, understanding of it, saying, well, this is how I interpret it. No, we have to respect both because the letter is eternal. It's for that audience and it's for us today. Yep. And so they may have heard things differently or even reacted differently, but for us, we need to understand that. We need to take the time to read, research, investigate, all those things. Mm-hmm. I think you, you make a really good point. So you said we have to take the time. Yeah. Okay, so what's unique about our our culture today and one of the um, maybe warning signs, the flashing yellow light that mm-hmm. we would maybe throw up, and I think we would agree on this, is uh, make sure that, that we aren't cherry-picking versus that just support our cause yeah. or support my thought. Um, if I'm coming to the Word to support something that I think, I am coming with a completely wrong angle. Right. I have to come to the word with an approach of humility saying, I'm laying my thoughts and my emotions here at the table. Lord, if I am in disagreement with this, then I have a pro like I have to walk through something and I probably have to lay something down. Right. So, um, another thought of that too is we have to be careful who we listen to and who we, um, invite to speak into our lives. Doesn't mean that by any means that we at Life Church get everything right, um, but I think we take an approach that's serious about the Word of God, that's serious about relationship, that's serious about the challenges that we face in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we honor the Word of God yeah. by taking the time and not just cherry picking or using somebody else's preformed sermon just to like yeah. get us through a week. That's putting on a show. That's that's like that's that's not godly. Mm-hmm. So what I really want to do is I want to chew on what you just said, mm-hmm. the culture, the context, the language, mm-hmm. and in prayer um, and development of reading scripture, I need to look at those three, those, those yeah. three things with eyes that, mm-hmm. that see, feel, and understand 
and grasp what that message was really speaking to that mm-hmm. culture. And then I think you just said it, that God is eternal. He's outside of time. You know, that's kind of weird to think about. Yeah, like, it is. It's just, we are so bound by time mm-hmm. in every aspect of our yeah. life. Time, it, it really confines us. Mm-hmm. And there's grace in that time in a lot of ways. Like, hey, I have to go to bed. It's yeah. just, I have to go get right. sleep. I, I am bound by the time frame of which mm-hmm. I can stay awake in that and wh- where I can be productive. Um, and so God's outside of this thing called time that we're so bound by. So he's mm-hmm. free of this thing called time. He created the word of God um, through, you know, these, these people who wrote it. Yeah. It's inspired. It's God breathed. Um, do you say breathed or breathed? <laughs> I always trip myself up. God. So. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Okay, so if he's outside of time, here's my thought too, and maybe this helps for Jeremy. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he. Maybe he's like, no, you're not answering my question. But (laughs) um, he's outside of time, so so he knows the word from beginning to end. He knows um, that when this this Bible was formed and fashioned um, through the letters of Paul to Moses, Mm -hmm. uh, Noah, and the Ark, and all that. Right, Job. I mean, at the beginnings. He, he's outside of all that time. So he, while that was happening, he also knew where we were today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So therefore I can look at the word and say, God was, was planning and preparing this word for me today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So therefore it's relevant. Right. So I don't know if you have. Well, the, I was thinking about one of your recent sermons. You were talking. I love when people say that. Yeah. You, you're, yeah. You're talking through the Beatitudes and you said, blessed are the meek. Then you stopped and said, okay, folks. Let's make sure we understand what meek, what it actually means. Mm-hmm. Because if we just take our present understanding of what is meekness, we could say, oh, that's just somebody who's kind of shy and sensitive and gentle and quiet. But that's not what that Greek word, mm-hmm. and I'm putting you on the spot, but can you remember, I mean, you're, you defined yeah. it yeah. as meek as what? Gentle. Gentle, humble, and then uh, another way to say it is controlled strength. Controlled strength. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing is like, if, a, if you did not do your research and really say, okay, what does this mean? You could, in essence, any person could misinterpret that passage. Yeah. Oh, well, Jesus just meant yeah. this. Because meek in our culture probably seems to be like mild-mannered. Yes. Yeah. Like a little standoffish, a little bit more reserved. Yeah. And meek, what I, what I picked up from it was two things. Number one. It's the same exact word that Jesus uses when he describes himself as when he's saying, bring to me all your burdens, uh, for I am gentle. Right. And that word gentle is the same word as me, for I'm gentle and humble mm-hmm. in spirit, in heart. Um, so there's that where Jesus describes himself that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other part of that word meek, and this is part of answering the question of the yeah. scripture and knowing the context and the culture and the language, the language piece being more important here, yeah. um, is that that is having this dual-sided wisdom that says, I have eyes to see what's going on yeah. and the timing of wisdom to um, rise up and do something about what I'm seeing or to respond the, in the appropriate manner in yeah. which I should. Now, yeah. that, that way in which you should respond could mean strength. It could mean, me, it could mean uh, to, to run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. depending on the situation at hand... That's where that word meek comes in. I have eyes to see and wisdom of the timing, that controlled strength to, um, uh, yeah, respond to that situation. 
And, and that really does answer Jeremy's question, what, you, what you've just done. And Jeremy, I hope this helps you if you're, hopefully you're listening to this, but that when you think about, okay, what was the audience, the original audience really thinking when they were reading this or hearing this? Well, because Jesus used very specific words and he was aware of the culture. He was aware it was a really mm-hmm. agrarian society that people depended a lot on growing grapes and wheat and this and that. So that's why he used a lot of those examples. Now, for those of us to, today who, you know, we're not as agrarian, maybe we plant a little garden in the backyard. That's why we would have to work a little harder to go, okay, okay, what, what really is, you yeah, know, yeah. I am, you know, uh, I am the vine, you are the branches. It's like, well, if we're not into agriculture, so that challenges us. Mm-hmm to be much more disciplined about reading the word, understanding the word. And so really the responsibility comes on us. And it's one of the reasons that you are saying to the folks, come on, let's read the Bible through in a year. It's because we need to become biblically literate. Yes. Let's be honest, Pastor Jeff, we are, as a culture, we're very biblically illiterate. And if the Bible is God's word, his guidebook, and we're illiterate with the guidebook, uh uh-oh, yeah. We, you know, we're going to run into some challenges. Oh my gosh. So many more podcasts in front yeah. of us with this topic. <laughs> um, here's what I want to kind of maybe land the plane with is if, if I believe that the Lord, the Holy Spirit is living in me and the Holy Spirit brings correction to my life, I have to understand the language <laughs> in which he's using and his language is going to align with scripture. Yeah. It's never going to contradict scripture. Right. So if I don't know scripture, it doesn't mean that I can't feel that conviction from the Holy Spirit, but I'll have that same language. I'll have that same understanding. That's so vital um, to uh, this walk of progress, this walk of growth, this walk of molding and shaping. Mm-hmm. You just said it. It's like we, we need to be um, in understanding of the scripture because it disciplines us. It, it disciples us. It teaches us. It equips us. And that's why, I mean, I've had this passage out this whole time. It says, you know, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it says, all scripture, and this is Paul writing to the young Timothy, mm-hmm. he's saying, all scripture is God-breathed. Breathed? Breathed. Breath? Okay. Breathed. Uh, <laughs> it is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Right. Now, that to me is a passage that stands all tests of time. Yeah. So it doesn't lot. change anything from an, an elder pastor Mm-hmm. saying that to a younger pastor right. uh, of a church who's they're leading this congregation, whatever congregation that Timothy was in Ephesus at the time, like he, he needed to hear that about the word of God. Oh yeah. Okay. I got to come back to the word of God because it's going to do these things in my life and their life. And this stands the test of time. I, I would, I would think this through and through all mm-hmm. day long. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I want to encourage people to do is you read the scriptures. If you get stuck, there are so many tools now online. Go to mm-hmm. biblehub.com. Yep. Uh, we have books, re- resource books is here at the yep. church. Uh, Lee Strobel's book mm-hmm. uh, is a, a great book. There's another book called How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. Mm-hmm. How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. It, there are so many uh, aids out there yeah. to help us to get a better and better understanding of scripture. But we know the one of the best place to actually get a better understanding is in community yeah. where you sit down with your brothers and sisters yeah. and you say, yeah. Hey, 
I don't understand this verse. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why people should go and get involved in life groups. Maybe. Life groups. Come on, life groups. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're you're so so right on there. Another yeah. website is Blue Letter Bible. If you want to yes. learn like the actual, it's technology. This is the blessing of technology. Is wow, you could look up the passage that I just read. You could click on every single word, and it'll give you the actual Greek definition of that word, which you know it was written in Greek, and so that gives you a much clearer context of the culture and the language, right, right yeah. there immediately. Yeah, and so. You, yeah, that's so cool. So, Jeremy, thank you so much. Yeah. Great question. Great dialogue, Pastor Chris. Thanks for sharing your insight. And uh, you guys, send in your questions. We love you. Bless you. And have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. See you later. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.